America, Washington, D.C., signing on. When the Santa's And it is 2100 Eastern Time. It is very good to be with all of you. Of course, you are here in the virtual Green Dragon Tavern on the air. I, of course, am the Comandante of the Mossy Oak Militia, coming at you once more for a subversive transmission. A little bit of uh, hard truth in here. This evening, of course, coming back on the air, we had a, a little break last week, had class going on, and, uh, you know, as as always, that, of course, takes precedence, but uh, have a little bit of time in between now and the next class, which, of course, is the Scout and Recce courses that are going to be back-to-back. Um, there is room left in both of those courses, so definitely want to see all y'all out there in class, and, um, you know, it, it's it's going to be a really, really good one, uh, really, really good one. You know, February, yeah, it, it's going to be a little bit cold, you know, it, it's but it's North Carolina, uh, it's central North Carolina, it ain't, it ain't that bad. All right. Of course, we've had a little bit of a cold snap, but um, here recently, you know, getting down to the single digits and whatever. That's not that terrible, though. Um, you know, and, and uh, by February, of course, I think a lot of that's going to be in our rearview mirror. But uh, anyway, scout course, small unit tactics course, the recce course, of course, is the follow on to that. And you all out there are going to get hands on. Those who come to class are going to get hands-on with some of the latest and greatest in thermal imaging and night vision that is available on the market that I have in brushbeater.store. I told y'all going into the end of the year that we were going to have thermal, that we were going to have night vision. And believe me, when I say I'm doing something, we're going to do it right. And I'm telling you, uh, Everything is is top of the line. Uh, the PBS 14s that I have in, I wasn't even expecting the the demand um, that all of you have have come to me with, which is is really incredible, and I'm honored by that. And um, we're we're moving a lot of products. The thermals, though, right? Night vision is is one of those things. I know quite a bit about it. Um, thermals, you know, I. Admittedly, I have a little bit of a limited experience with them, limited to the past 13 that I used when uh, I was in the Army. And then, of course, uh, some of the the 
newer models that we would have that they kind of trickled in that were uh tpe or units would would buy them with their own funds or whatever and those were coming from fleur and uh you know i really didn't know a whole lot about them other than just what they were and looking through them and and everything but i'm gonna tell you um i am holding this unit from agm here that i broke out in class and uh, got that first shipment in, and uh, this is a 640 resolution unit, uh, 35 millimeter objective lens, 640 resolution. Um, I am waiting on the version two to come in, um, so I, I can't let too much out before Shot Show, um, but I am gonna say that that they are making a couple of little modifications to this unit in particular um, that, uh, you know, one of the big ones is, is allowing it to record sound so you can uh, video those shots that you're taking and, and, and what have you with the clip on unit. And, um, you know, I don't really think that's a big deal, but you know, whatever AGM is, is uh, really trying to knock it out of the park. But the important thing here is that these units are are just nothing shy of incredible man um we did a, a side by side in class uh, one of the evenings that we were there i picked up the order i got the heads up that the order had come in for these clip-on units um and i've got weapons mounted units as well and got these in hand and um you know i've had a a flur uh, Pro PTS, which is out of production now. It's a weapons-mounted uh, optic, and um, I've had that for for a long time. The guys who've been through the scout course know, you know, that that, that thing goes everywhere with me. And you've got hands-on with it, most likely, uh, it, you know, because that pretty much every scout course I've taught over the past five, six years now, um, that's that's what we've been using. And um, for the, the target detection lanes. And so uh, that unit is a 384 resolution. These new ones that I've got in are 640. And they are absolutely incredible. Um, you know, the uh, Fleur, the, there were some company moves. Um, they exited the, the civilian market space. And, um, you know, th there was kind of a void there. And, and I really think AGM has stepped up to the plate. Of course, I'm, I'm a dealer for Trigicon as well. Uh, in case anybody didn't know, I'm waiting on the first uh, couple of units from Trigicon to come in. And I'm really, really excited about those as well. Um, but did a, a, a side by side. Uh, one of the students there had a Fleur Breach. And we did a side by side between this unit that i have in my hands right here uh that will be mounted on one of my weapons um because it's a clip-on unit and i'm going to be doing some some fun stuff uh coming up in the future with uh videos and and kind of explaining you know where each of these pieces fit into the puzzle and i, I think that that's going to be a, a real real good uh series for uh, and, and resource for our community because th there's some gaps in there that I think are are, are necessary uh, for folks. But anyway, 
the resolution on these things is nothing shy of incredible. Um, you know, clearly being able to identify things to out to 400 meters. Um, there was a cat that was running around at about 400 meters that, that was uh, two fields over from us. And we were able to watch that thing move around. Um, and not necessarily positively ID a house cat. It's a pretty big house cat. Still, it's 400 meters away, and we knew that it was there. Um, pretty, pretty good stuff. Uh, pretty good stuff. They, they, I'll tell you, thermal technology has come a really long way in a short amount of time. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's really incredible. But I've got handheld units. I've got the clip-on units. I have weapon sites in stock as well. Of course, you can find all those on brushbeater.store. We're going to have more night vision coming in. Uh, so all the nods that you need, PBS-14s. I've got dual tube nods in stock as well. I've got ballistic helmets now. Um, you know, all your mounting solutions. I've got a stack of Wilcox G24 mounts sitting right here. And here is the thing. Here's the thing to keep in mind. Everything that is listed on the store, I have in stock. I have it in hand. There is no wait time. There is no, hey, you order it from me now and you'll get it in a month. No. If it says it's in stock on the store, it's in stock and it will be in your hands short, fast, and in a hurry. Because that's how I operate. Okay. Um, I get it in stock. I get it, you know, in, on my hands on it. Look it over, make sure everything's good to go, and we get it out to you. Um, that is, you know, my promise to you. That's my pledge to you. And I can tell you uh, without a doubt that this community has really embraced all of it with open arms. And it's your support. It is your support of buying books, you know, making the Gorilla's Guide to the to Baofeng Radio be a number one bestseller for a year and a month now. 13 months. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. We're going on 14 months straight. Number one bestseller. Gorilla's Guide to Signals Intelligence is just off the charts uh, for kind of an obscure and, and niche topic, you know, by, by my own admission. I mean, not everybody is into SIGINT. That's, that's one of those things that it's kind of a narrow, uh, <laughs> for lack of a better term, a kind of a narrow bandwidth, right? And yet that book is, is just really crushing it in the sales as well. Uh, of course, the Gorillas uh, Dispatch, Volumes 1 and 2. And uh, there will be a Volume 3 sooner rather than later. There's a lot of buzz about that. I've got a lot of emails. Hey, where's, where's Volume 3? Um, my focus going into this year has really been standing up the store and making it a, a one-stop shop for all of your needs, uh, for all the needs of this community. And I'm just getting warmed up, guys. I'm just getting started. You know, I, I've got some very ambitious plans going into the remainder of 2024 for this year. Um, you know, training is obviously a big part of it. You can see the training calendar uh, both on brushbeater.store and there is a complete calendar for the year up on uh, brushbeater.org slash training calendar. Uh, so you can see all of that. All right, we're going to be rocking and rolling. The store has no signs of slowing down. We're only growing. 
uh, bigger and better. And you're going to see us, by the way, you are going to be seeing Brushbeater.store starting to advertise very heavily on a lot of platforms out there. Because as I've said, I've said this, you know, Conor McGregor, we're, we're not here to take part. We're here to take over. That's what I'm here for. You know, it, it's, it is time that there is a one all-encompassing thing, right, entity that offers training to our people, that offers equipment to our people, and is deadly serious about the mission, right? And what is that? We're going into 2024. We're going to be talking about a lot of that tonight, what's unfolding with that, and kind of some um, some things that I'm hearing through the grapevine and, and some takes that you're probably not going to hear from anywhere else. And uh, it's it's that's going to certainly be um, I talked to, to to a couple of sources today that are interconnected with with the goings on down in Texas and, and have some firsthand knowledge of, of what's really happening down in Eagle Pass and and what's going on down there and, and uh, where the feds are fitting in with this. And so, we're, you know, we're going to be discussing that a little bit tonight, our, our projections of where all that's going. But look, 2024, this isn't fear-mongering. This isn't, you know, um, any, any, any of that, right? We all know that the storm's coming, okay? There is no question. There is no question. It is not a matter of if, it is a matter of when at this point. I think we, we can all agree on that, right? And so now your focus needs to be getting down and dirty on your training program. You need to be getting in as best shape as you can. As my very good friend Kay says uh, from Combat Studies Group, who's going to be here in March, we need to be the best versions of ourselves possible, right? We need to be the absolute best versions of ourselves possible. We need to be the best equipped. And I'm going to tell you something. The American Patriot, the American Patriot in 2024 has more technology at his fingertips to equip him than anybody else in the entire world to include standing armies in most of the world, even some of our peers. And I'm telling you, when I look through night vision equipment that I have here in stock, which is the latest and greatest top of the line equipment, when I look through these thermals and I see and I show others, guys, some of whom are, are uh, former military, right? Some of whom current military, and they're looking through this stuff like, man, wow, you know? I, and, and, you know, wish that I'd had this stuff when I was overseas. And you have you have that technology at your hands, at your disposal. You have the training opportunities. I mean, I don't I, I just don't see how anybody out there could be blackpilled. I really don't. Um, we got all the momentum. You know, all right, so the, so the politics are, are what they are. We're going to be talking about that tonight, too. The politics are what they are. Okay, well, that's fine, right? There is there there is a political aspect to all of this, but you being personally prepared, personally equipped, well-trained, well-regulated, take that to heart, well-regulated, 
is critically important going into 2024. You can't afford, and America can't afford, for you to be sitting on the sidelines and say, well, you know, we'll, we'll just put it in, in Trump's hands. We'll just put it in the, the electors' hands. We'll just do, nah. No, 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 no. I'm telling you. If you if you're on the sidelines of all this, if you think that you know, well, we're just gonna we're just gonna let it all ha- you know pan out. I'm telling you, patriots are out there getting training, getting prepared, getting themselves better equipped, and we we're gonna be that much better with you in the ranks. Bet, bet on it. You know, folks. Seriously. Um, we got to be the best versions of ourselves, myself included. I'm doubling down on everything that I'm doing, and that's why it's so imperative that I got the store going, that I got these things in stock. That you know, and and it was it was by your embrace and by the grace of God that we have been able to do this, that we have been able to do to to equip the you know and 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 get this store up and running and get this thing going. Because it is very difficult to do. Very difficult to do. Believe me, there's been a lot of sleepless nights. There's been a lot of doubt. You know, when when you're talking about tens of thousands of dollars on an investment and you really don't know, you know, you're stepping off into the unknown. This could lead to financial ruin. There's so many risks. Anybody out there that, that's, that's started up a company knows what I'm talking about. Um but, you, but it's a leap of faith. And this community, to which I am eternally grateful, eternally grateful for, you have, you have given so much, and I am here to give back. You know, and, and that's in the form of offering you the best equipment at the best prices that I can, right, that I can. And uh, like I said, again, just getting warmed up. Anyway, with that said, talking about just getting warmed up from the the great frozen tundra of Michigan, the man, the myth, the legend, the author of the incredible tactical wisdom series, Mr. Joe Dolio. Well, I am not in the frozen tundra of Michigan. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm headed there now from Florida. Oh. Your volume is low. Well, I'm calling from the car, so can you hear me at all? Barely, 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 barely. You're like you're like way down in the weeds, man. Is this uh, is this one any better? You got that whisper key. Uh, I really can't do much about it because I'm driving down. The yeah, road. you're I'm like back from Florida to Michigan, so. Um, I was at your course, the RTO course, where we spent some time with some great students. And then uh, I taught a course on yeah, man. Uh, Checkpoint Ops in uh, Florida. And now I'm uh, headed back. Yeah. If you, if, if there's a way you can get that microphone louder, man, because it's, it, it, it's, it's low. And, and this is an episode that, that I really think we need your input on. We'll get it figured out. You, you'll get it figured out. Um, anyway, moving down the list, Johnny Paratrooper. Hey, buddy. 
Mic check. What's up, man? Oh, you're you're coming in, Lima Charlie. Ah, okay, okay. Good to know. Good to know. So, um, yeah, buddy. Th- uh, great little intro. I'm not sure how I can even follow up on that, but I need to check the store out. Uh, one of my one of my um friends is uh just picked up some some of your gear, and nice. he's uh, he's actually walking around the backyard with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> you know he's like, hmm, he's, I can he see. has he has one of those six forty units in his hands. That I was. Describing. I have no doubt he was probably looking through it not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. It's um, I mean, I, dude, I I am not even exaggerating at all. Uh, look through that thing. Get get to to somewhere where you can get some distance look through that thing and just check out the resolution on it. Okay. I mean, and, and and think back to the old past 13 where it was like, everything was real grainy and you you know, the best you were going to get was seeing that there's a heat signature there. Right. That's about the best you were going to get. I mean, I remember, man, when I, I we had, we had some good sets of thermals when, when I was in not, not to interrupt, but I, I thought uh, you could see the bats flying through the wood, uh, like the trees. Um, you could see if somebody had recently like disturbed the earth. Um, I mean, it, it gave you a degree of intelligence that like, you could see what like ve- you could easily tell like what vehicles had been yeah. running recently and i mean just all kinds of stuff it's like yeah that that was that was it's like a superpower but um yeah, yeah th- um yeah those things worked okay but they chewed up some batteries yeah you had to put like a dozen double a's in them and they would they would blow through batteries like blow through them dude yeah Nah, dude, these, this like is popcorn. This is just animal, like, man. you're just throwing batteries at those things like popcorn. Like, it just, <laughs> like, yeah, it, this, this is a whole other animal. Uh, it runs off of two CR123s, and you can also run it off of a USB C power bank. So, like, if you, you got a, a big power bank, like cell phone power bank. Shit, you could run them from your truck. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's uh I can't say enough good things about it. I <clears throat> very rarely am I impressed by a piece of gear to the degree that I am with this this AGM rattler with the Okay, well, I'm just gonna pick one up then. Dude, the, the 384. Now I'm, I'm going to say I shouldn't even is... I shouldn't even think about it. Just send me one. I'll send you a blank check. <laughs> I, I trust <laughs> you, buddy. <laughs> well, I've got I have I have the uh, I have a 640 weapon scope sitting here that the you know you actually mount. And that's that's like your entire optic. Have you put one in front of a Mark IV yet? No, not yet. That, that's something I was going to do this weekend. Oh well, I mean, so going, I mean the the one that I've got right here. I'm going to uh, is a clip on. So the nice thing about clip-on units is it's kind of the best of, of all worlds. Um, you don't, excuse me, huh. you don't get the, um, you don't get like to zoom in and everything with it 
because it's the the thing about clip-ons is they're designed to be run in front of a day optic so you still get um you, you still get a a you know good little compact handheld unit um but you mount that sucker in, in front of an optic and uh you know now you've got that thermal capability as well um you know a dedicated weapons site that has some other strengths in it in its column um you know the ability to zoom in on stuff is a big one um and of course i got some handheld units too which that's awesome yeah the, the handheld units are for um really for for static observation like they, you know, you can, you can zoom in also. I guess some six forties with that too. I've got a couple of, uh, the 384 clip-ons, which 384 is incredible in and of its own self. I mean, if, you know, 640 is unbelievable, like, man, holy crap, you know, like this, this is incredible. I has the battery life considerably improved on thermals. Oh yeah. I know, Cause I know it's running that little day, man. Oh really? Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I know uh, the first like I know night vision shocked me with how wet like long it'll last, like but um how far it's come, man. And but thermals though, okay, maybe maybe it's time I crack open the wallet. I guess. <laughs> Damn you! <Dude>. Damn you! <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, one thing that I'll say about AGM. And this is a, a conversation that I was having with the uh, with the dealer rep who, you know, I've, I've developed a, a pretty good working relationship with. Um, th- you know, thermal thermal optics hit a boom when the, the whole hog hunting uh, and coyote hunt predator hunting became a fad. And it's kind of um saturated it yeah it, it's it's kind of dialed back a little bit um there's there's still a lot of people that that are out there um investing in it for sure but it's thermal has traditionally taken a back seat to night vision you know everybody's gonna typically is gonna buy night vision as their their first go-to item and there's a lot of reasons for that it's, it's you know it's not necessarily a bad thing but um I'm going to tell you, man, thermal, and I'm going to be talking about this a lot going into the the future because I really think um, the great equalizer for the rifleman on the ground today, you know, the the American patriot today who is, you know, a a rifleman and, and, you know, bringing all his skills to the table I really think, you know, night vision is is certainly a, a good tool to have. And, you know, moving under night vision is is a big thing. Um, but for static observation from a hide site or a uh, final firing position, you know, as, as a, uh, a designated marksman and, and what have you in that role, uh, thermal is, is really the tool you want. And... Um, you know, again, I'm going to be doing doing a lot of work with it. And yeah, you know, it, it's you can spend a ton of money. I think if a, like AGM, for example, I sought them out um, and, and 
you know, really, we, because Fleur exited the civilian market space. I mean, Armasite, which there was a company shakeup. Armasite is still um, offering some civilian models, but they're kind of tapering off. You know, and and AGM really was aggressive. And I'll say this: um, they didn't drag their feet in getting in touch with me. Uh, they, you know, the, they got in touch with me within a day and, and was very enthusiastic about the overall mission and, and, you know, becoming a dealer for them. They, they were very excited about that and very, very receptive about that. And, um, I will say that their technology for, for what you're getting the bang for the buck is is really off the charts and i could do a side by side i mean for anybody that comes to class i've got a fleur uh pro pts uh 233 which is a weapon site that I was, I was just talking about a few minutes ago that you know everybody that's been in scout courses looked through it it's a wonderful optic all right it is as tough as it comes it is a mil spec optic it is a weapons mounted scope that has a you know a reticle in it that you can cut on and off it has got a bunch of features it's really easy to use it's an awesome optic but fleur took it off the civilian market and you know then then of course they had the breach for a while which is a really neat little unit too they took that off the market oh uh, did they oh man my yeah. friend my friend worked for the agency and he used that in africa he yeah. said he he loved it dude he said he loved it. Oh, what, man. What I'm going to say is that these AGM units blow those out of the water. We did a side-by-side -side with them. Seeing is believing. Seeing is believing. I'm you, actually disappointed that I didn't get a breach before they took it off the market. I think you're, I'm you're a better pounce. off. You're, you're better I, I think off. I'm going to pounce. I'm going to pounce. Oh, off. dude, I'm excited. I'm excited. You're better off. And and I'm telling you, when, when you look through our friend, our mutual friend, when you look through his um, and and get get somewhere where you can do some justice, this is what I want you to do. Set it to black hot so that it, it looks like you're you're looking through a white phosphor nod, and just just examine stuff off to the distance. So for everybody that was in class, um, you know we were standing on the back deck of of the house at the G camp looking north you know and you've got that long line of sight going north right and there's a a big metal building that's about a mile away and you know you can see it clear you know everybody's been to my place has seen that building you, you might not have been looking for it but you've seen that building that's about a mile away to the north right and uh up on the horizon line and you know under thermal you really shouldn't be able to see that necessarily. Um, but you could see it with as much detail as looking through, you know, I, I would say, you know, definitely Gen 3, but like mid-tier Gen 3 nods. You saw it in the same amount of detail with the thumb. And I was just blown away by that. I'm and you pumped. could see, dude, you, you could, you, so the, the amount of detail that was there in the near ground, so like everything that was that was in the foreground, like 200 meters and in the detail, you could see like in the field, you could see all the, the seed heads of the grass and, you know, everything that's out there. You could make out all these little details 
and it was just like, man. And I'll tell you something else that was really cool because one of the guys there had a Fleur Breach, and we did a side-by-side with it. Um, it, you know, his his had a little issue with the fog that night because, um, it you know, it rained a lot last week during RTO course. I mean, it, we, we had like four inches of rain. It was crazy. I know y'all got snow. But, um, you know, they, there was fog after that. And so fog is, is kind of the enemy of thermal, whether it's day or night. And, um, you know, he, he, he was having a little trouble, this thing, um, no issue whatsoever. You're kidding. Punched right through it. Yeah. And it was like, have you tested it on, um, have you tested, uh, the diffusion through, um, Alon, the, um, bulletproof, uh, glass uh no nah, no nah. so looking with with thermal you're not going to be able to see through any glass that's that's just the way that they work um right. which is actually kind of a good thing there, there is a way to utilize that and you can use uh for anybody that's, that's wondering about thermal you can use thermal day or night by the way it, it's it, a lot of people get stuck thinking like it's only a nighttime thing you can definitely use it during the day too. You just you, you run into a little issue with thermal bloom and everything, but um, anyway, um, dude, you want to keep the uh, optic out of the sun and stuff too, right? Doesn't it? Oh yeah, work? Doesn't it work? Well, and that, that, and that goes that, for anything. Yeah, you know, with the thermal, it's not. I mean, you ain't looking at the sun with the thermal, right? Like, right. <laughs> you probably don't want to do that with anything. Can you, uh, yeah. can you pull this unit like right out of your truck and it just works like just yeah. right off the bat? Wow. That's awesome. So it's, I've got it in my hand right now. It's roughly six inches long. Um, it's, it's slightly larger than a PVS 14. Okay. So it's, it's, it's not a big unit. Um, the 384 ones, the, the 384 resolution were excellent. Uh, the, the, uh, 640 is, is the one that I'm holding right now. That's the Cadillac. Uh, I definitely don't think you're undergunned with a, with a 384 though. And no, uh, it's like a superpower. I mean, it's, yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's like literally you have superhuman abilities and the other guy is just completely fucked. The floor breach is 384. You know, that that's a 384 resolution and the, the pro, PTS line was a 384 resolution. And when I bought mine years ago, that was it. Like that was as good as you were going to get. If, if you didn't want to spend a ridiculous amount of money, you know, and, and thermal, you could end up spending a pretty ridiculous amount of money pretty quickly with thermal. Um, and, and that's why, uh, AGM, I think is, is really a, a good product. Now I'm going to have some stuff from IRA coming to that. That's going to be, a, um, after shot show definitely. And it, you know, that that's, that's a little bit further out, um, working, working with them. And we're going to have some night vision products that, that I'm real excited for too, coming up out of, um, after shot show. But, um, you know, AGM, I think on, on the thermal market, they're crushing it, man. Um, Trigicon, you know, you, you're what are you gaining with Trigicon that that you're not getting with AGM? Um, 
I'd say probably if you, you know, if you want a thermal that's built like an ACOG, where it's it's literally bomb proof, crush proof, you know, is is probably run it over with your snowmobile proof. Yeah, yeah, like literally. Then you know, Trigicon's this that's the one you want. If if you're not a kludge and don't break your equipment, um, you know. and I'm not saying the AGM's not rugged at all because I'm holding this thing. It's stout. Um, this unit is is just put it on a necklace. You know, can't drop it if it's wrapped around your neck. You know. Well, we're gonna be we're gonna be mounting them on two forty Bravos in the machine gun class that is upcoming in February. Oh, I heard some peeps so... I know are probably going to that. Ooh, so... yes, sir. I might, um, I might make a trip down. I put in to oh, take you need off. To, dude. I put you in need, to take oh, off all of next week. So, oh hell yeah! Really, it's just an open book, you know. There you go, brother. There you go. Yeah. Come on down, man. Yeah. We're gonna have a blast. Teddy Bear in the comments. How accurately can you time when an engine was running? Um, see that that's one of the cool things about thermal. Um, you can't necessarily. Engines stay warm for a long period of time. Yeah, after, they do. You know, like a- after you've you've killed the engine, uh, especially diesels. They, they and 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 it depends too on what what the the hood's made out of. Um, but once you know, like once steel heats up, like you know, on my super duties, once that steel heats up because they're made out of steel, it, it's you know they're. They're going to be warm for a long time. Uh, aluminum typically will will dissipate heat faster. So really, it, like that depends on the vehicle. You can definitely tell when a vehicle was running, though. Um, oh yeah. And and I see in your comments thinking about evac vehicles. Uh, they definitely gonna know, man. They're gonna know. No, but like not just a vehicle though, like a a generator or. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, like anything with a differential that cools down. If if it's like dense, it cools down at a completely different rate, and you can it just sticks out. I mean, it's and a lot of man-made stuff is like dense, you know. So it it yeah. just uh, it sticks out like a sore thumb. I'll tell you something about thermal and and kind of what what woke me up to. Um, really paying more attention to it because again, like my experience with thermal was with the past 13. And then, you know, like, like when I got out of the army, I was saving. For hey, God. not, not to interrupt. Um, I'm sorry. You can use, uh, thermals to spot water body, like yeah. water quick too. Right. Like if, there, yeah. if you needed a it, puddle, it, it like if you needed to find a it. nearby puddle, cause you're in a hide site, but you're down in an area where there's, Water, you know, because you don't put your hide site yeah. where you're going to die of dehydration because you're cut off. That would be right. retarded. You know, it like, don't, don't back yourself into a corner and die under siege warfare over the course of four days. But because nah. uh, it, it, it can happen. Um, but, yeah, you can spot, like, puddles of water. I mean, it's all all kinds of stuff, man. Like, yeah. you, could, you, could, you can scan. If I had a pair on me right now, you could scan the backyard of yeah. all these houses and figure out if there's like a kiddie pool full of water in the backyard or something like you would know yeah. right away. There'd be no ands, ifs or buts about it. 
Right. No, nah, but what? Yeah, I mean, all, all of that stuff's important. I mean, definitely, and and those are all important use case scenarios for it. But the thing that that really woke me up because you know when I got out, I was saving for nods. Uh, I got my my uh, had a green tube set of PBS 14s that I ran for for a long time after I was out of the army, and then um, when uh, Bob Griswold came out for class. And he introduced me to white phosphor nods. And I was like, holy crap. Uh, I bought a pair of those as soon as you told me they were. Yeah. And, and it was, it was like, man, it's a whole new world, man. It's like, like I had looked through nods for the first time, you know, and, and had to get some, but with thermal, thermal always took a back seat, man. And I was like, eh, you know, like I'm not really, I mean, I remember past 13s. Whatever. I'm looking at a picture of the a uh, PVS 14 next to the what's the unit called again? The, the AGM Rattler. Rattler. Yeah, the, man, they're like it's like a third bigger. That's all. Yeah, it ain't it ain't much larger, man. It ain't much larger. But um, looking at the uh, some of the stuff that was coming out of Syria, um, there was a, a Russian. SF dude, you know, Spetsnaz, Alpha Group guy, whatever. Um, they're they're equivalent to tier one, and they were getting overrun uh by ISIS and uh, in a few cases, and this dude called in an airstrike on himself, basically like you know, broken arrow style. And um ISIS had laid his equipment out because they, you know, they killed him, whatever. They laid his equipment out, and this dude has got um, you can look these pictures up. I thought it was really fascinating. Um, he's got an AK-74 nice. with, you know, railed handguards and everything. You know, just, that's, that's you know, what, what you're doing these days. Um, and he's it, it was interesting because he had a side mount on there with a thermal scope. And that was his optic, was a thermal optic. And yep. that was the first time that I really saw uh, someone outside a unit outside of the United States running, running it that way. Uh, you know, cause we, we could do that with a past 13 and then some, a uh, couple of the units. What was the small one? The 13 Delta, the one that was, uh, yeah. the, the gray body one that you like could put yep. on an M4 and it was a nice little hot shit, little rifle. Yeah. That's, that's the one. Yeah. That yep. thing was cool. I, I hadn't cool. seen any of those in, in service of any other country. And then all of a sudden, you know, got this AK-74, this guy that, you know, unfortunately didn't make it. And um, they've got his equipment laid out. And so it's just fascinating to see, like, you know, what all what all are they running? Like, what, what are other countries running? And so when I was looking at that, it dawned on me. Um, kind of the, the same way that we implemented the past 13 in Kirkuk and in Samara, where we're looking at the sides of buildings. And what we were looking for was we're scanning for open windows or any small holes, any peep holes when we were in the built up areas, because those are potential sniper positions, right? Density. And, yeah. Yep. And, and, you know, because when, when, you know, when, when you're looking at the side of a building and, um, you know, they've got windows there and with a thermal, it's, it, you know, you're not, you're, you're not seeing through the windows. You're only seeing it. 
well, if if a, a skilled sniper in an urban setting is going to be using a baffle, right, between them and their target where they can still observe, but it, it's, it's creating shadow, right? And they're going to have one of those windows open, especially in like an industrialized area or whatever. Um, but you may not be able to see that. That's the Ooh. thing. Like to the open all the windows. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. Open all the windows. <laughs> yeah. Or or they yeah. may have like like a few windows missing, but you may not always be able to see that to the naked eye. You might not you, your your brains just don't always process that when you're out on a patrol or you know, you're doing all the things. So when you scan that with a thermal. And you see, okay, you know, now I'm seeing where the windows are open. And here's one that has a little bit of a heat signature going on in there. Because it's a little bit different colored through the thermal than, than the others. There's something in there, right? There's, there's somebody in that room there, or something that is emanating heat. And so when, you know, you, you can't see that to the naked eye. And that, that's what we were using it for. Um, and it, it was really good in that role. And I'm telling you, you know, it, when that guy was when when I saw that image uh, come out, that's what that guy had to have been doing with that thermal optic. That's do you remember, image. Scout? Do you remember the flip down visor which gave you the yeah. thermal feed off the top of the the DVE? Yeah, that thing was yeah. sick, man. So that, that thing, you okay. could see where they buried something right on the side of the road. You'd be so like, God damn, know. how are these idiots still alive? Like, man, we just, yeah. oh my God, dude. That, so I didn't know if you were familiar with those or not, and that's why I didn't bring it up. Um, looking through this AGM is almost as good as looking through those old DVEs. Dude, those DVEs. Yeah. I didn't even know the name of those things. And I was the armor, so yeah. I would have been like issued that. No, no, no. Those things were just on the trucks one day and they were like, try these out. And dude, those things, you'd flip that thing down. And every they had a couple different ones where it was like right in front of you and they had a big yeah. one in the middle of the truck. They had a couple different types. It was like the Model Y or the Model X, you know, like yeah. some Elon yeah. Musk somewhere was like, try these out. And yeah. fuck, those things were cool. And then the blended image stuff. So to, uh, to, um, throw a like a TTP point back um, the agency dudes were running uh, nods on one eye and breach on the other the yeah. thermal on the other and yeah. yeah and then you could had obviously naked eye and you know you have as many SIGIN guys as nearby as possible to yep. let you know but um, about you know the other stuff you can't see but um, it, you know it eyes and ears um but yeah man he, he was telling me and he was walking me through it and he's like you can flip one up and one down and you know he he's like it's it's you know he, he was like telling you know he's a younger guy he, five or ten years younger than me you know he's one of my little understudies back in the dizzy and but he was <laughs> but he was telling me that um mopar mafia yeah and so he was telling me that it was the it was nice because you could pick which tree or bush would be like the best for whatever you were working with. And then uh, I asked him about like what was the environment they were in, and it was like 
it was like these like longhouse condominiums just as far as the eye could see you know kind of like soviet block housing but not really that you know something you'd find in um the saharan belt i think is the term and yeah. so uh which is kind of spicy there's like 15 conflicts going on there right now and so <laughs> uh yeah. which i think we'll get the, the, the other side of that coin is, is is there never wasn't you know like but anyway we, we yeah. it's just been a recent thing that we've wanted to get tangled up in well so it's it's kind of a, a trade route it's like a little bit of a you know it's one of those silk road threads it's one of those silk threads that's the term that you could yeah. draw from like one end of the continent to the other and that's got a lot of economic potential and you know like i mean fuck somalia has a wall street now you know like it shit changes um yeah so anyway uh i want to i want to buy a stock in in a hods v-bed service over here like that's... you can you can buy <laughs> you can buy tons of whatever he's on man. the up and up man <laughs> you know he's he's going places he's you can trade off-brand air conditioners for black market drugs i mean <laughs> Yeah, like, Mitsubishi you know? air conditioners. <laughs> yeah, yep. Like, like I didn't yep. even know Mitsubishi was doing. It. They they're into everything, man. They're, yeah. Outside the United States, they're building them and Dahatsu. They're building yep. all kinds of stuff, man. Oh, heavy industries, light industries, yeah. gray market industries, black yeah. market industries. Who knows, man? It, all, it changes man. hands so many times. You really can't point fingers. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, it's so confusing. But yeah, man, he was he he was saying that was the way to go. And you could they would they were pying rooms off. They were using the max threat clearance. I don't know if you've ran through that before. We mentioned it before yeah. on the podcast. I don't want to yeah. talk too much about it because, you know, reasons. But it yeah it, uh, yeah. It's yeah, and but anyway, they used to use that, and they said the breach worked nicely. So it does. No, it's a it's a, it is a beautiful optic. It's still a cutting edge optic. Yeah, you know you can't get it anymore. Um, I don't know if it was discontinued or. or well, guess I'll have to go to brushbeater.store. You know what I'm saying? I guess so, man. I guess so. And and we do have, by the way, we do have, um optics i i am intending on carrying opt if you want to run a bridge mount like that um i am i am going to move in that direction that's kind of the the phase three of um of getting all the staino in stock uh so you know and and i'm working on a brick and mortar location as well uh so now that that's going to take a little bit longer that's going to take some time um, but, uh, we're, we're getting there we're getting there fast. Uh, thanks to all of you out there. Uh, so it's, it's, it's special, but, um, you know, anyway, got a lot of units in stock, got more coming on the way. If, it, if something says out of stock on the store, that's fine. Don't fret. Um, you know, I just know that, that I've got more on order. You can go on anything that is out of stock on the store. You can sign up for the email notifications and it will tell you when it'll give a little little alert to you when something is back in stock. The uh, as as a heads up because everybody is asking about this. Designate IRs. 
Um, designate IRs, the I think probably the best deal going for infrared lasers. Um, visible laser and IR laser, they are mated together. You zero one, you zero on both. Um, ultra low profile, I think that you get uh, 98% of the functionality of a BE Myers Mall at a fraction of the price. It is a uh, fully ruggedized housing, just an incredible unit. And um, coming in at, at $895, you know, these, these things are hot um, and in high demand. So uh, U.S. Night Vision is, is kind of running behind on these, and now they're going to be pushing those units out after SHOT Show. So a lot of this stuff is, is going to be coming out after SHOT Show, and this is one of the hottest items um, on the, the night vision market, period. And I'll have all of you know that I am their second highest volume dealer behind, right behind Optics Planet, which is huge. Uh, that is huge, by the way. Uh, yeah, that is actually because so, if you yeah, type something yeah, into a search engine, if you type something into a search engine, it's definitely Optics Planet that's coming up like at the top. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was shocked by that. That's crazy. Um, hey, Madman's yeah. here. Madman's yeah. in the house. Yeah, but um, I was shocked by that. And and you know, anyway, everybody. Everybody is uh, asking about designated IR. Lizard Man in the comments says I have a plastic or a metal locking clamp to the rail. It is metal. It is steel. Specifically, it is steel. The early models that they had and the T&E one that they sent to me uh, was polymer. And that is no more. The, they are steel now. They listen to their customers. Um and, you know, polymer wouldn't really be a problem on the AR-15. Um, really, it's it's that's really not a not uh, that big of a deal. I don't think it, it you know, because the one that I've got, I've knocked the crap out of and, and it's good to go. Rock solid system. But once you put it on an AK, that's a whole other animal. And you, you have to worry about heat and everything else. And you the know. clock's always ticking uh, on plastic stuff on guns. Yeah. When I was, yeah, in, I mean, when I was in armor, we yeah. always used to get back flashlights, lasers, whatever, man. If it, yep. if it, if it had one plastic on one side and metal on the other, it broke. Yeah. The infantry yeah, guys and, and broke it. So the, these units are steel. Um, the, the mounting system is steel, specifically the housing steel, um, but the the mounting system is is uh, is now steel. So that that thing is as rugged as it gets, and um, I, I am I'm, I'm really really happy with it. Been really happy. I have a couple of the designate IRs units. I have uh, a couple of designate IRVs, and that has the IR illuminator on it. Um, I've got a couple of those. I have one on a uh, Palmetto State Sabre. And, um, you know, nice. I'll, I'll have a couple more of those in stock. So we'll be plussing up on those going into uh, the next month. And, I, and, and I'm telling you, um, what, what a hell of a tool. Um, what a hell of a package right there. And, again, you're going to be getting trigger time with that. You'll get to see what that thing's all about. 
come out to the scout course, you, you know, you're going to get to play around with it. Um, you know, practice with it, see, see what it's all about. Try before you buy, right. Try before you buy, get that hands on because it's one thing to, to, you know, window shop on the internet. It's another to actually get your hands on it, see what it's capable of doing. And, uh, if you can't, by the way, if you can't make it out to the scout course, my buddy K combat studies group is going to have a night vision course here at my place in North Carolina at the G camp coming up in March. And, um, I talked to him earlier today. We're going to be doing a podcast. Um, my schedule has just been completely insane since I got done with the RTO courses. So I'm still trying to get caught up. I've got a podcast coming up with Ron Muller, uh, uh, former CIA paramilitary, uh, retired, I've got another podcast with Ian Burlingame coming up. I've got some other very notable names in the industry uh, who shall, I'm just going to let it be a surprise, um, but some some killer interviews that are lined up, you know, and, and the politics and the political stuff, of course, we, we, you know, always we need to be talking about and keep a watchful eye on, but the sun doesn't rise and set on whatever the the political situation of the day is because because it is not the votes that matter to council and we haven't resolved that issue okay we never resolved that issue we have not one but two elections now that that it just didn't smell right and you know hey i ain't fretting over it i'm not worried they're gonna do what they're gonna do you know, and, and that's that's a tough pill for a lot of people to swallow. That is not a black pill. They're going to do what they're going to do. Let the king issue his edicts. He is a tyrant. He is going to do that. Okay, we know that they're going to do what they're going to do. Let them do it. Go for it. Go for it. Try to enforce it now. Right? Go for it. We're better equipped. Right? The Patriots out there, and I'm telling you, that's that's a whole corner of uh, 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 corner stone central tenet of my mission is to make you as best equipped and the most dangerous as I can. Fuck yeah, and that is exactly what I'm going to do, right? And so that that's why we've been talking about night vision and thermal and, and all stuff. Because believe me, it's it is expensive to get. If if you think it's expensive to to buy the stuff, and it is. You should look into how you become a dealer and you see how expensive that is. You know, you want to talk about a leap of faith. Um, like, yeah, man, I can only imagine. This is, this is scary. Um, but here we are, you know, here we are. And again, you know, I, I'm not in this game to be a part of it. I'm, I'm, I'm in it to take over, um, you know, and, uh, and, and really be a force to reckon with. And I think that we can't. So anyway, uh, coming up on the one hour mark, um, you know, all, all of us in here in the house, I think it's a, a kind of light this evening and that's fine. Um, let's, let's turn our attention first to Iowa and the Iowa results, because Johnny, I want to hear your thoughts on this, Joe, if you're in here and, and your audio is, is, uh, squared away. You know, we can. I definitely want to hear your thoughts on on Iowa because we really haven't addressed it as a group. And um, you know, if, if in case you you're the one guy that lives under a rock and and just doesn't know, uh, Trump ran away with it. 
he got all of the counties in Iowa except for one uh, in Des Moines, and that was because Iowa has open primaries, and Democrats can vote in them as, uh, as, as just as Republicans can. And they went for Nikki Haley, which is interesting. Um, I also think it's very fascinating, and, and that is what it is. Like, I, I don't think that there was anybody out there that expected any different from this. Um, there has been some interesting uh, things that have, have come out of that. Of course, you now everybody's now turning their attention to New Hampshire. Okay, and, you know, it, it's kind of getting comical of just the silliness that is political campaigns and, um, you know, posing with babies and all this nonsense that, that they're doing. I wouldn't let a stranger touch my baby that it, let alone a politician, any politician, I, and they're not touching my kids. Get away from my kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, I thought we hadn't everybody been bitching about that. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, hell no, get away from my kid. Like, you know, I, I, it, I mean, I, I just know what politicians are. I, I know what they are. Um, they're hired guns. They work for, you know, whatever the interest du jour is. That's what they are. Um, but, we you know, we, we do need to pay attention to politics, and we certainly need to be politically engaged. Um, but not necessarily focus too much on the national stuff. Local, local elections are what matter. That matters a lot. But... Um, Anyway, um, DeSantis coming out of it, kind of a, a distant second. Nikki Haley, you know, I, she she got tens of votes. You know, like it, it's I think the big story is uh, Vivek dropping out of the race, kind of kind of pulling the heel turn, face turn. There, there was a little heel turn action that was going on with Trump. There's some fireworks. And then of course there's the, you know, the face turn where he's, he's sharing the stage with him and, you know, all this. And I think people are looking too, too deep into this. Um, and, and I want to share kind of my thoughts on the whole DeSantis thing too. Um, because, you know, while the Iowa caucus is certainly not a determiner by any means of who the, the candidate is going to be, right? Because we, we've seen this in the past. Uh, Pat Buchanan was the nominee in 95, I think, coming out of the Iowa caucus. And, and you know, staunch populist Pat Buchanan's the uh, paleoconservatives is just an incredible commentator. Um, on politics, great politician, America first before it was popular, um, you know, and, and really the the defender of, of that, which makes us Western civilization as well. And, um, you know, he, if, if you go back and, and you read about uh, you read Pat Buchanan's columns and, and take him in, you, you know, he, he's an incredible thinker um, who unfortunately now is retired and, and disengaged from it all. But um this I think is is quite a bit different. Um, you know, Trump's the clear clear winner, okay. And and there's a lot of there's a lot of sad pandas out there about that. Um, and and look, I never have got into the whole Trump versus DeSantis thing. Never. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't know what the divisiveness is. I don't personally like 
the the Trump influencer crowd, which Johnny, you you've been very consistent calling out those people over the years. Um, I really don't like that crowd and the sniping and the things that they've done. I I, I don't like that. I don't go for that stuff. Um, it's it's unnecessarily divisive. And and the same is true with with you know some of the the, the grassroots DeSantis quote unquote influencer crowd they they kind of they pull the same stunts man and and that's not cool either and the, and it's just a sniping back and forth that's been going on um, I get it I have some very legitimate complaints with Trump as a president um, very legitimate ones and a lot of it boils down to that he he did not do what was necessary at the times where it was critical. And I'm not so sure that he learned his lessons. Uh, I don't know. Again, I'm outside of that. Not privy to anything that, that you haven't seen. Uh, and, and that's all of you out there. But I, it's, it's just the way that I see it. Um, I just don't think that, that he... I, I think his arrogance... Um, there's there's an element of hubris in there and and like any other ceo you know you have your inner circle of people who are giving you feedback constantly and and you know you're not necessarily digesting things in in an objective way you know we saw this with jared kushner a lot and um that's that that's toxic now is that different from any other politician no uh no it's it's not um and you know, DeSantis did, has done some some excellent things as governor. I think he's been a, he's been a phenomenal governor of Florida. He's turned uh, Florida politics, you know, for the most part. Uh, now it is has become a solid red state. I think, um, but but uh, his anybody's anybody saying that his campaign has been successful as a presidential candidate. It, I'm sorry. Um, no, it, there's been too many misfires. I don't think that he was good at getting a a message across that brought in a lot of your grassroots populists. Um, he was listening too much to kind of this old guard Republican uh, stance, and 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 that really cost him near term. Now, do I think that he has a, a a very bright future in politics later on? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I, I think that he does. And I think that he's a wonderful man. And, um, and, and, you know, I, and, and I would, what I would love to see, I don't think that this is going to happen, but what I would love to see is him take up the mantle as not necessarily a, a running mate, but something senior in a Republican cabinet upcoming, uh, like secretary of state, um, I think Secretary of State would be would be a very very good one for him, um, but but something because he he is uh, he he he's he's got a very good head on his shoulders, and uh, I think they he could do some really incredible stuff, and that that would be good to prepare him for the White House later on. Uh, but but all the momentum's with Trump, all of it. You know, Haley, hey, a lot of people are seeing Nikki Haley for what she is. I saw her for what she is when she was the governor of South Carolina. Never liked this woman. I watched her uh, completely botch our operations in South America. I watched that. 
Okay. I was the one that was tracking a lot of that stuff. I was the one that was writing articles about Venezuela when it wasn't in the news. I was the one that was writing about the color revolution that was unfolding in Cuba when it wasn't in the news. I was the one that was predicting that Colombia was going to elect a socialist when that wasn't in the news. I was the one that's that was true. About you all. were actually a, I, you were a hundred percent on the money for that. I was describing that you you the would person, actually text me that and yeah. you'd be like, dude, keep watching, and and then it'd be like three weeks, and I'd be like, oh, interesting, and and then you know a couple weeks couple weeks later you'd be like, dude, keep keep bricks, dude, bricks, and I'd be like, all right, bricks, all right, I'll check it out. And, because and, you know, I was like, all right, you know, but no, man, it's big now. It's big, huge. It's huge. And and the thing is, is, is that this America, uh, for the for the listeners, this has gone on over years, by the way. Um, yeah. I, I told a story in seconds that has gone on over years, but no, 100 percent nailed it, dude. Anyway, uh, and, go and, on. And what woke me up to this is H. John Poole's books, Tequila Junction and Dragon Days, specifically those two. He's the one that predicted all this. He's the one, and I mean, he, you know, he was 20 years ahead of the curve. And he said their influence, the communist influence of South America never went away. And in fact, it's growing. And so I started paying attention to all that and paying attention to the long-term long game that was being played well you've got nikki haley who kept going to south america she's the one by the way and i ran all the stories you can go back on americanpartisan.org you can go all the way back to 2017 may of 2017 and you can look up articles that i had listed that i had put up up there of how nikki haley had went to columbia and, and was going and meeting with all the people. She was having these high-level meetings. What she was doing there was she was the political oversight for organizing the color revolution that was going to depose the Maduro government in Venezuela for the government of Juan Guaido, which was Western-friendly, which was America-friendly, which was America-first, which was going to further our interests in South America and was going to sever the relationship that they have and the foothold that the, the Russians and the Chinese have. She completely botched it. She completely botched this job. Then they turn and, and, and they go and they have a half-hearted effort in Cuba to do the same thing that they were running all out of Colombia. This all came out of Colombia, right? Botched that one too. It had all the momentum. It could have been successful and they pulled a plug on it. They got cold feet, just like in, in Bay of Pigs. It was the same thing. Well, we pulled the same deal in Nicaragua. We pulled the same deal in Ecuador, right? Over and over again. It was the same thing. And we could have, we could have wielded our influence to get America-friendly governments in there that would have stemmed the tide, by the way. Here, here's the other thing. It would have stemmed the tide of the border invasion crisis. She botched it. She botched all of that. Never mind her disaster of being a governor of South Carolina. I'm not even addressing that. It's the fact that when she was the secretary envoy to the UN in the Trump administration, she wrecked, wrecked our long-term prospects for at least a generation, probably longer.
and put it squarely in the hands of Briggs. That's exactly what happened. Sergey Levrov is laughing his ass off because he runs circles around these people. They're not smart. They were just as dumb. You can look administration. They're all dude. I'll tell you, look, man, you could go on. Dude, you're not wrong. I'll tell you what they're doing. They're partying in the basements on Embassy Row in DC. Oh, absolutely. Snorting a little blow behind the curtain and sipping champagne, thinking they're cool. And you know I know this because I used to just go up and down embassy row and just party in every basement and i was i literally just don't give a fuck about these people um so uh scout let's get madman in here and then dude the bricks thing okay so he didn't he didn't pop up dude so so this whole south america i'm here all siding with ah there he is is. and, and he shall appear Yes, he's. We had to say his name three times. Beetlejuice, baby, in the mirror with the lights off. You know, he appears behind you, like Candyman. Ah, fuck, Candyman, Candyman. Let me tell you oh, something. Man. Donna DiEricco, yeah, oh, are you? Donna are DiEricco, you? Candyman three. She's no, like, I'm more of a Christina Aguilera Candyman music video. In fact, I'm gonna put that on right now. I did. Yeah, I like me some Christina Aguilera too. She was cute. Donna, Donna um, Diego, though. Look, look her up. Donna, she was married to. I think she was married to Nikki Six, maybe, for a little while. I don't know. Right on. Anyway, this was Donna Diego. Look her up. She was a Baywatch girl too. She was, <sighs> she was nice, nice, nice. Telling you, Baywatch. You know that's how you know you're a little older than me because I just never got into it, man. Oh man! Before my time, they watch Saturday afternoon. You didn't have nothing else going on. You have nothing else to do. Watch your little Bay Watch. Mm. It's before my time. Mm-mm-mm. Just telling you, man. I can't tell you one plot line from Bay Watch. I don't think anybody can. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't know. Like, like single episodes of Bay Watch. Like, what? What happened? Um, it's just girls running around like yeah it's pamela anderson she's on the beach yeah fuck yeah i want to be on it like where where was where was baywatch even like where was it i don't even know where it was it was just like i know they had a baywatch hawaii like they had that one you know that obviously that was somewhere in hawaii i don't know where and they had you know they had a oh uh uh, I'm trying to remember the girl they had on Baywatch Hawaii. And then, of course, how we could how, how we we could not forget uh, Baywatch Nights. By the way, the the edgy detective thriller starring Dennis Hasselhoff, uh, but he was he was a private detective, and uh, he was cool. It lasted all of like a half a season, but uh, you should look that up. Little little uh, '90s trivia. 90s syndicated TV trivia. Uh, Marty McFly says, who cares? There were boobs and we were teenagers. You're damn right. You are damn right. Between that and Xena, uh, Xena Warrior Princess, boy. Mm. Telling you, Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless is still a smoke show, dude. 
She's still a, it's been like 30 years since that TV show's been on. And she's still a smoke show. You see her like, wow. She took care of herself. And her her and Gabrielle. Ah, say it. I'm gonna get off that topic. Get off that topic over here. Talking talking about Xena Warrior Princess. How we were talking about global politics and we started talking about Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Madman Actual, brother. Long time no talk, my dude. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's yeah. been a minute. Working What's hard. What's going on? Just, uh, just making America great again by building back better, you know? <laughs> yeah. Building back. I, I do want to take this opportunity to let everyone know that I am seriously running for shadow president of the United States. You know, simultaneously, what? you still running, running your Twitter for shadow president or shadow governor of uh, the Mid Atlantic. I don't even know any of the states of the Mid Atlantic. FEMA Region really. Three, right? Yeah. 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 Is Scout in FEMA Region Three or? No, I'm in no. four. Four, yeah, that's I'm in, right. I'm in FEMA Region Four. Damn, man, we got to be there. warlords. Scout, I'm sorry that we have to be the American version of Chinese warlords, circa 1920s. But I hope that we can form an alliance. <laughs> you, with... you have my alliance. You have my alliance. My unwavering brother. Alliance. Whatever the American version <laughs> of the KMT and the CCP is, Ooh, I stand man. with you against both and for <laughs> neither. <laughs> <laughs> my brother with my brother my tribe and my tribe we shall stand against all those who stand against us oh man thank the god time of giants <laughs> the conan music starts playing what is the riddle of steel <laughs> <laughs> oh man dude i found all these interviews all right so i want to throw out some knowledge there's all these interviews for these old pilots and they got uh they got man they, they got frank whittle the guy that invented the um the british dude that invented the the turbo jet and he like oh, invented yeah. the jet yeah. engine dude these interviews are fantastic i hope everybody checks them out asap and they also got uh uh brown that uh henry winkle brown i think is his name um he uh he's all about that test pilot life but anyway yeah i walked into johnny's house the other day and i it's like it was walking into the scene in tremors when bert is watching the world war ii documentary <laughs> oh god <laughs> i feel seen i feel observed like I mean, less like, God oh damn it. God, I'm like, You're like a psychological like... forward observer just cutting right into me, buddy. <laughs> just calling for fire right on my weakest points, man. man. Uh, Bert had a, a poster like, of I'm himself. I'm a nerd, all right? God. He had a poster of himself on Soldier Fortune magazine up on the corner. I was like, yeah, oh. my wife, Reba McIntyre, left me. It's like <laughs> that is funny though. <laughs> yeah, when Reba was his wife. 
Reba um, was his wife in the first one. Reba, I mean, she was looking yeah, good too. Yeah, she, she just didn't good. feel like doing another dumbass Tremors movie. Yeah, she was a little too high maintenance at that point. You know, Reba, Re, Reba by that time knew her worth. And, um, you know, she yeah. said, She's like, she said you had your one rumors. chance, fancy, and you let me down. So, <laughs> I know my worth. Yeah, her and Kevin Bacon were like, yeah, we're out of here. Well, they still had Fred Ward, damn it. And yeah. and, and you oh, were not overlooked. That's right. You you we can't overlook Fred Ward. The dude was a hero, man. He was a hero. God rest his soul. He was incredible. He's in Saving Silverman. He it was like he was in Saving Silverman and he had an <laughs> That movie actually is kind of funny. It is. Saving you Silverman. You see Amanda Pete naked in it too. It's nice. That's just hilarious. She's cute. She's lovely. Hey, back to she Iowa. Is. She was stay on track, boys. Yeah. Stop Iowa. talking Nine. about titties, damn it. Back to politics. Amanda Pete. Yeah, Remo Williams. Exactly. This man knows. Heater in the comments. Remo Williams. This man knows. Fred Ward. Remo Williams. The adventure begins. We never know how it ended because there was no there was no sequel. So we don't know what whatever happened to Remo Williams. I don't know. You know, use your awesome. imagination. Use your imagination. He's he Remo Williams is still out there fighting a good fight, man. Just saying. He's out there. He's doing things in the shadows, being a ninja. It's Fred Ward. You know, Fred Fred Ward is, is like Obi Wan Kenobi. He's just gonna like appear and be like touch <laughs> you on the shoulder and be like, stay in the fight, boy. And then just like vanish again. Like, thanks, Rima. <laughs> I will, brother. Uh, so back to the Iowa caucus. I got visited by Remo Williams, and people will be like, who? You know <laughs> Scout's hitting that. Um, He's drinking El Pre. No, it's not El Presidente. What is, what's the rum that Scout drinks? Diplomatico. Yeah, you're drinking Diplomatico, aren't you? I'm not. I'm not. I'm Stone Cold Sober. Bullshit. No, I'm dead serious. Stone, Stone okay. Cold Sober, huh? Okay, okay. Nope. I had I had a actually Madman and I cracked open some beers for the first time in like a month. Yeah, so last night true story. Chris Weatherman on on his podcast, uh, Angry American, and um, I drank one glass of ranch water. I mixed eighteen hundred and ranch uh, water. Chico, yeah, ranch Mm -hmm. water, man. I've never even heard of this. Nah, see, you you take three ounces of tequila. uh, Okay. Silver tequila, Blanco tequila, and I had uh, uh, some 1800 here. And I don't drink a lot of tequila, but I was just kind of in a mood for it last night. So three ounces of tequila, and 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 I've I've like I cut way back on on the drinking. Like I'm not really since this year. Like I was saying, you know, it, it's it's um, being the best version of ourselves. That's that's I'm all new about. year, new me. Yeah, and and um, you know, three ounces of Blanco tequila. Uh, Topo Chico, you know, you put some to- uh, regular Topo Chico in there and cut a, a lime slice and, lime. And, and squeeze that, that lime in there to get that juice, stir it up a little bit. It's great. I mean, it, it it's, it's hydrating. You get, you get like a little buzz from it, you know, cause it's, it's you know, three ounces. Wait, of tequila, it bit. hydrates you and gives you a little buzz. You're talking about yeah. Coors Light. So, well, nah, Coors Light never really gave me a buzz. I'd have to drink like 
like 12 of them before I felt anything. 100 of them. Ah, damn. Well, I mean, it's, like, it's water, man. Coors Light is like drinking water. You're drinking just water and hops. So, yeah. Iowa caucuses. Yeah, Iowa caucuses. <laughs> Iowa caucuses. So, yeah. I'm bound who? and determined to bully Nikki Haley off of Twitter. Like who? Four interns. Narendra. Narendra Haley. Um she she's gotta go, man. Like it her poor interns, they they gotta know too. Like, because they're the ones running the social media accounts. They gotta know. It's just like, man, we're getting ratioed by everybody, you know? MF and ratioed. Bad. Like ratioed bad. Like this, there's not, there's not anyone, anyone. I don't, I can't say that, that I know of any Nikki Haley supporter, not a single one who's like, hey, you know what? She's not so bad. Nobody, like nobody. Yeah. Everybody's literally saying the opposite. Yeah. Well, she just sits there. Like she just stands there and looks stupid. She doesn't say anything of value. She, yeah. she's I'm not surprised Trump won Iowa, though. Yeah, pretty much. Not as bad, she, though. <laughs> uh, so, somebody in the comments said that, that the scandal is going to end up that she enjoys street pooping. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's that that hits that that just uh, that hits pretty epically right there. She she is not without scandal, um, not without scandal. When she was the governor of South Carolina, uh, there was a couple of accusations that came out that she had been sleeping around with donors. Um, there was one that was definite, like it happened for sure, for sure. It was in the guy's divorce paperwork. That he was having an affair with her. So, you know, I mean, and hey, that to me, yeah, is, is that a big deal? Yeah, it is. Um, but, you know, is, is anybody who knows anything about politicians, that ain't really surprising. However, when you are portraying yourself as a particular way, and, and this is the same thing that I've said about Lauren Boebert, um, when you are, when you're, when, when that's your angle, right, whether you live it or, or not, and, you know, I would hope that you would live it, but there's a lot of people out there that they, you know, they're going to put up a front, especially in politics, and then they get caught doing something that, that is, is as bad like, like what Bobert did. Um, that's, that's just shameful. And as conservatives, we do need to shun those people. Like there, there needs to be a litmus test to say, hey, you know, like you don't do this shit in public. I'm sorry. We like we have standards. They're established. You don't do that. Um, but anyway, like like all of that aside, I don't think Lauren Boebert's got too much longer in Congress anyway. It just, you know, whatever. Um, I, don't, I don't really think that's that's that big of a deal. But anyway, point is, is that Haley, I don't think Haley makes it through. New Hampshire, um, I really don't. I think that, that the, the results are going to be the same coming out of New Hampshire. 
uh, very similar, and she doesn't make it out of this. I don't think Ron DeSantis' campaign is, is going to last much longer out of New Hampshire either because um, we hadn't really heard a whole lot out of him. Uh, maybe maybe the folks down in Florida have, but um, hadn't really heard a whole lot out of his campaign coming out of Iowa. So we're, we're going to see. But I think if if it, there's a similar showing in New Hampshire, and I think there absolutely will be, um, you know, that they're, they're going to be uh, – def- they're definitely going to be, be getting behind Trump. And uh, for all the folks out there that, that are of the mindset, well, you know, ah, oh, man, Trump's not going to do this or Trump's not, you know, we don't stand a chance. Like, I'm not saying that some of those points aren't valid, but when you look around, um, when you see guys like Cat Williams, who is not a conservative, okay, at all, but when you see him in public making America First statements in the middle of a show he was doing, and he goes on to this tirade because there was a heckler in the front row, um, and and you know he goes on onto this America First tirade, and, and I mean it was absolutely savage for for uh, you know four and a half minutes. Um, this is. There is there's a populist fervor that is occurring that is undeniable. Now, do I think that um, you know Trump's necessarily gonna gonna capitalize on on all of that? I don't know. Um, I don't necessarily think so. Um, you know, and and again, you know, are are they gonna let you know, or are the the powers that be? Uh, in the comments I'm seeing, you know, are, are they going to allow and pull off? No, because as I've said, it's who's counting the ballots. But here's the deal. Again, they're going to do that, right? They're, they're going to do that. Um, they have to do that. And when they expose their hand, that, that's the thing that everybody is, is not getting here, is they're exposing their hand every time they do that. And your political pundits out there who are normies, and most of them are not very smart. Okay, they're not very smart. These are these are. I've been around a lot of the Politico types. You know, these guys are they they live in their own little feedback loop, and they were saying, "Oh, the stance is on abortion. That's what costs are put." No, 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 no. They did not correct any of the flaws in the electoral systems going forward into the twenty twenty midterms. None of them. None of them, or the 2022 midterms, rather. None of them. They didn't fix any of those problems. So until you address those, don't tell me about political strategy. Until you address the problem of of these voting machines and the mysterious water mains breaking and so on and so forth, and these little tricks and the mail-in ballots and all this stuff, until you address that, you don't tell me a damn thing about the, the 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 political strategy and where what shortcomings may have happened or whatever. I don't want to hear it. Um, no, because when you look at it, you get down to the brass tacks, Americans in general, Americans in general of, of all ethnicities of uh, getting to the point of all economic classes are coalescing around this populist fervor that, Hey, this, 
you know, this the way that things are going right now ain't going to last. The cost of living this is expensive right now. <clears throat> right. You it's, know, uh, Florida it's hitting, comments, it's hitting people in the spot. Yeah. You know, money. You follow the money, man. Or, or the dollar has lost how much of its value. We're giving all this money to Ukraine. Ukraine's not going to win. I'm sorry, folks. One Bradley shooting at a T-90 and the reactive armor was what set off on the T-90. It didn't disable that T-90, by the way. They clipped the Ukrainian propagandists clipped that video so that you didn't see how the fight actually ended. They were like, oh, it blew up. Look, the tank blew up. They're going to win. The Ukrainians are, are, are going to win the war because of one little little armored vehicle fight. Okay, yeah, but let's let's look like Bradley would need to dump like four hundred rounds into a T ninety. Yeah, the reactive armor is what went off. Like I, I mean, I've seen that. Like I've I've seen that happen. Like it's not. Um, this is anyway. Point is though is, is that people are fed up with the shit, right? We've been we, we how many trillions of dollars? Billion, well, billions rather. How many how many billions of dollars may as well be trillions? How much have we given the, to Ukraine? No, I mean, is anybody even keeping track of it? Because the, the Ukrainians damn sure ain't keeping track of it. They don't know where none of this money done went, right? They're not keeping track of any of that. So all this is gone, right? And, and we're just looking at all this. We're fed up with this, right? The situation is 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 untenable. When you look at North Carolina, like like where we are, right, where I am, um. You know, Mark Robinson, he's an America First candidate. You know, we, we nickname him Uncle Phil because he looks like Uncle Phil, you know. <laughs> and and he is he is wildly popular. He's wildly popular with everybody in the state. They love him, right? We all love him. We embrace him because he it's it's not even that Mark Robinson is like your traditional republic. There's a traditional quote unquote Republican that's trying to primary him. Gotta understand a, a snowball's chance in hell, right? But they're they're trying to do that because they, they want some cutout so they can keep uh the, you know the status quo going of where you have a, a Republican led um uh Congress in North Carolina and you have a kind of a, a, a puppet governor. Right, that doesn't doesn't really he's just a figurehead, doesn't have a whole lot of power. That ain't gonna work. Right. We we you know, and, and so Mark Robinson is is really I think he he encapsulates a lot of this populism that's happening, that's transcending, you know, all all races, economic classes of people that are getting together, so man, we're fed up with this. And he that's how he got into politics. That's the thing. That's how he got into politics. He wasn't a politician. He he was a, a a businessman, ran a furniture store in Thomasville, North Carolina. You know, came up poor. He was in in the army, uh, made it to staff sergeant. I think he was in the National Guard for a little while. And just in, in a self made man, right? A self made man, which is to me the most admirable thing that a man can be is is a self made man. I did this. I built this. I made this company. I built myself. I made myself who I am. I am beholden to no master. Right? That's the most in my mind, that's the most admirable quality that somebody could be coming up from humble beginnings and making something out of themselves. Right. And you see that that's a story that we all love. That's an American story. We love that. That's success. 
everybody loves it. If you meet an American that says that they don't love that story of, of making it and succeeding, that ain't no American that you're talking to. That's a whiny little bitch that you're talking to. That's who that is, who probably has pink and fucking green hair. You know, and, and, and we're fed up with those people. Americans are fed up with those people. We're, we're done with it. We're done. We're, we're done with all this stuff. We've had it. Right. And that's what this is all about. And and so it's growing and that movement is growing and it's getting bigger and bigger. Right. And and, you know, the, the more they have to cheat, the more they have to steal the stuff, the, the bigger it grows. Right. And they've exposed every single one of these 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 institutions that only serve the political class. And, and so it, it's it's we're breaking all of that down. We're breaking all of that down. And, and, and I'm so excited to see it. Uh, but but with that said, pressure is busting a pipe and, you know, talking about Texas, I want to turn our attention to Texas because as as uh you know everybody knows um the border is is completely out of control nobody knows this better than my friends down in texas down in in the southern part of texas uh they face this every day and the you know it, it is a crisis for them it's a crisis for all of us uh here in north carolina a lot of them a lot of the people who are who are coming up across the border are ending up here in North Carolina, at least the ones that are coming from Central America. And, um, you know, this, this is one of the hot spots for it. The entire Southeast really is. And, and there ain't nowhere that's immune to it now. Um, but with that said, Texas is, is really on the forefront of it. And Kim Paxton, you know, they did everything they could to get rid of him. Uh, the neocons, the, the Bushes, did everything they could to try and get rid of Ken Paxton, this little phony impeachment farce, trying to get rid of him. He survived it, of course, and he's out there fighting the good fight. You know, uh, Greg Abbott, could he's, he's definitely in the neocon category. He had an opportunity to do a lot more. I think that he's, he, he's trying to do the right thing now. And they've got the Texas National Guard and Texas Department of Public Safety that has taken over this this park in Eagle Pass, they set up their own command center. They're trying to shut that border down and they're working really hard on it. That of course is, is dominating the media right now. These stories are dominating the media right now. This has been going on for some time. Uh, it was, it, it was coming to a head when, when I was last down there and now it is, it, you know, it, it's making its way into the media. I don't think that this thing is slowing down. Um, the Texas DPS and the national guard is not backing down from this. Uh, what I've been hearing is that they have no intention of, of vacating the premises. They have no intention of backing down to federal pressure that they're going to be there for the long haul and, and they're motivated. Um, so I don't know how this is, this is going to work out. But I can tell you that from the Texas state side, um, they're not backing down. This this is a line too far, and uh, or a bridge too far. This is this is the the final line in the sand. They're done. They're making their stand on this, and um, 
The Biden administration definitely looks like they want to fight them. I personally think that this is going to this is going to force a review of the Dick Act in the Supreme Court which established the the authority of the National Guard. Um and the, the respective state militias. And so there's going to need to be a clarification of that. Um, that is certainly going to come under review, you know, and, and you're going to see a conversation now, uh, which I'm sure is going to devolve into to immature levels just because of the name of it. Uh, by the way, the uh, Dick himself was a political rival of Teddy Roosevelt. This goes back to uh, prior to World War One. He was a political enemy of Teddy Roosevelt and did not want Teddy Roosevelt to raise his own private army yet again, uh, which he had done with the Rough Riders. And so it was um, it, it was that was all uh, part and parcel of it. Uh, and, and they created an act that that or they wrote an act which created the National Guard and the authority of the National Guard. And so that's going to come into question. Uh, that is going to come into question. But it is a big game of bluff. And I can tell you that looking at the Biden administration, these are not particularly smart people. And they live by uh, the, the words might equals right. Uh, so, you know, we shall see. Yeah, we shall certainly see. Anyhow, guys, uh, your responses, your assessment of the situation. I think, uh, well, I'm glad to see at least something's getting done, but I'll be honest, I'm not, uh, I'm not holding my breath for anything productive to come of it. You know, my initial instinct is that it's just theater. Um, Abbott really hasn't done a whole lot to impress me. And uh, it's election year, so they usually, you know, they do the politician thing. They, they do whatever it takes to get the votes that they need to get reelected because... I don't know. They're too dumb to get real jobs. They get paid too and, much. Uh, well, yeah, that too. Ken, well, Ken Paxton's one of the good ones, man. As, as the AG of Texas, he's one of the good ones. Oh and, yeah, I'm not saying the whole yeah. shebang is bad. I just Abbott himself. I don't. I don't know. It's like, man, like this has been going on for how long, and now you decide to really get serious. Like what? <laughs> talk about too little too late you know like how many how many divisions of soldiers have we had cross our border in the last four years you know like it's just i don't know i think it's too little too late to be honest because really i mean if you do the math every how many major cities do we have in this country i don't know i don't know the actual number but like too many yeah. Uh, if like, you go by airports, it would be like 800. Okay. So 800. Um, all right. Yeah. So you need like three to 4,000 people and you could shut down every major city with an airport in this country just by shooting substations and blowing shit up. 
So, you know, and, and that's how many people have crossed the border? Fucking way more than that. I don't know. I'm real butthurt right now. So. Hmm. No, I mean, you know, it, it, the whole it's situation a weird present danger. Let me look this up. But anyway, that's my take on it is I don't I don't think. Um, I don't think anything's. It's nice to see it is, but I don't I don't think it's really productive at this point. Nah, it's not. Um, we do got to slow it down, though. Like they, there has to be a point where we say, all right, you know, done. This is over with. And um, I, I mean, I'm in favor of having a DMZ personally you know it's just lock that, it down the way it's gotta be. i yep. i kind of agree like, with you because that's the way it's gotta be well so if you were to be like say a u.s citizen and raise your right hand and be a and then drill sergeant gets to yell at you i mean you're not allowed to just like walk across a border whenever you want like nah. you know like there's rules you know and it's funny that we like treat our privates in the military one way but then other people are just allowed across the border it's so it's so weird like it's it's like a it's two completely different rule sets that exist within the same realm it's it's like incredible i mean it because like if a private got caught like bringing people across the border well he'd go to leavenworth or you know lejeune or something but but if you were like say working for a charity in the mediterranean bringing like libyan migrants into italy and germany and france for no reason and spain you nothing happens to you it's like it's so crazy like it's like why would you get why would like like we should just stop arresting privates in the military for one but and then for two like why is one acceptable and then the other is not and then we have the same situation on our border that they have in the mediterranean where it's just like literally a free for all, but even worse because there's not the water uh, terrain consideration. Like it, like it, it's just nuts. Like it's like literally completely backwards. If you were to write it down on a piece of paper and be like, if this, then that, and try to like solve it as a logical equation, you would just end up confusing and hurting yourself. Like you're never going to square that circle it's our society is literally upside down and rant i i could keep going on but i would just be nah, nah, I mean, it's it's you know no lies detected. it's mind-boggling there's people in prison for 20 years there's people in prison for 20 years that you can literally film somebody on the border doing right now and nothing will happen to them it's like, well, just release the guy that's in prison then. Like, what's the point of even putting somebody in prison? You're just, that's one of the preconditions for revolution is a fucked up justice system that literally makes no sense. And everybody gives up on it. They had the same civil service standards in China at one point in time. And China just became so big that they were like, oh, well, when uh, two million of these people gather together and start fucking shit up, there's nothing we can do about it because... Who can stop an army of hungry people that aren't wrong? I mean, there's there's Rage Against the Machine wrote albums about 
all the preconditions of revolution. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, it's mean, so it, dumb, dude. It's God, it drives me nuts, dude. It works two ways. You know? It oh yeah, you can you can oh you can grab them by the throat and toss them to the floor. Because gravity always drags everything down. But, I mean, fuck. It's so aggravating, though. Hmm. Hmm. Blue Squirrel said, they're now called rage on behalf of the machine. And and I agree completely. Yeah, they kind of... Yeah, they were pointed they, in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah. It used to be, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Now it's, fuck you, uh, take your shots. You know, fuck you, wear your mask. Like, dude, you know, come on. Man. And, and and the thing is, is, is that uh, the irony is, is you know, Zach De La Rocha and, and, and co. Uh, if you look at the profit margins that were made off of all that, you know, that's one of, been one of y'all's central uh, complaints over the years. Yeah, I, was a, I was a child in the 90s. I remember the, the Grammys in like 96. 97 I think where, where you know he went and Zach De La Rocha went and uh, hid in the rafters like he was making some sort of political statement and they, they were like they, they had to get him down they like fished him down with a with a coat hanger or something uh, anyway <laughs> it, it was it, it was pretty entertaining uh, when I, I remember watching it when it happened I was like oh yeah like that's interesting but um if you look at the profit margins that were made just off the clot shots, just off the clot shots, man, the profits, the, the profit margins that were made off of that, dude, like that's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty serious, man. So, you know, it, it, it's, but that's the world in which we're living, man. And, and, um, you know, but the, the, the whole thing is, is that America needs to become a fortress. You know, it's not just say we we gotta build a wall and it's gonna be a big beautiful thing. No, like we're we're past that. It needs to be a fucking DMZ. You know, and and that's that because I can tell you with a hundred percent certainty, if you stroll into Mexico, if you just go stroll into Mexico, like oh hey I got lost, man, you're gonna not have a good time. I'm just telling you. Can you go to Mexico and do some beautiful things, do some incredible things there, see all the sights? Yes. It's a really cool place. Can be, right? Can also be a real rough time. But if you go there illegally, you're going to have a bad time, real bad time. And it ain't nothing like getting rolled up in America. All right? Nothing. Nothing like that at all you know you you're not getting treated humanely and the same is true for any other country and you know what they got a right to do that they're not wrong for that you cross that border into those countries you're going there to start a problem you fuck around you're going to find out right not that way in america you come to america we're going to give you a bunch of free stuff right we're all oh, hey, all these programs right that are all run by communists Every single one of these programs, free Gibbs programs are run by communists. Every single one of them. I don't care what they tell you. I don't care what they say. I don't care the flowery language that they use. We're helping people and be humanists. I ain't no humanist. I'm, I, am, I am an American. 
I'm a taxpayer who pays more in taxes for a single person for my company being punished for its success, being punished because I, I wrote a book that became a number one bestseller. And then I wrote more books that were very financially successful. I'm punished for that success. I got to pay for your shit. No, no, we're, we're done with that. I'm done with this, you know, and, and, and I'm sorry. You want all the flowery communist shit? Go to a flowery communist country and see how that shit works. Go down to Cuba and see how that works. Where those people are begging to be free. All right. Those people down there are begging to be free. They're willing to die for it. And up here, some of you people just want to willingly give it away. You know, it's it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And you're letting people from anywhere, everywhere, you know, and 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 that's the thing, is, is that when you point these things out, people will always say, Oh, oh you don't you don't like immigrants. No, that's not true, man. I'm a child of immigrants too, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, plain and simple, man. You know, uh, 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 some of my descendants, right? Some of my forebears escaped religious persecution. They they were being they were being killed. the 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 framework for the Holocaust occurred against the Armenians, the oldest Christian population in the world. And they came to the United States and made it. They made it, right? Didn't necessarily get wealthy, but they made it in America. And they didn't come here illegally, right? They did. They they got their ticket to get here. They became American citizens. They were productive people. Served in the military. Did did extremely well, right? Extremely well. And that's that that's the thing is is that that's the difference when somebody wants to come here and they know what they're leaving for that promise of America again that I was talking about that's important right that's a fire that yes you know that that's what makes us the country that we are but that's not why these people are coming across the border that ain't why they're coming across the border and anybody tells you that's full of shit right that's not why these people right now are coming across the border from Russia, from China, from Cuba, from Venezuela, from Nicaragua, because that's where they're coming from. These are all countries who are aligned in opposition to the United States, people. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? And we have no idea who they all are. No idea whatsoever. And you just think that they're here. Oh, they, they want a better life. Really? Really? Now, I don't think so, man. I don't think so. And you ain't got no idea what the fire that, that, that these liberals, these communists are playing with when they've invited these people in. It's just like bringing a rabid dog into your house and saying, well, we'll give him 10 days and maybe he'll be all right. Right? Nah. Nah. Um absolutely insane guys final thoughts um i have 42 ak magazines fully loaded so just counted them rolling heavy i mean it's like that mac v sog loadout Where's Risky Krisky and roasting Chris Christie for getting like yeah. 0.0% of the votes? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but for realsies, though, 
That dude sucks. Oh my god. Yeah. Chris Chris Christie. Patriot Man was in and out. I don't know what happened to him. He 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 fell off. Could ask him because you know he was he was a Christie fan back in the day, man. He loved him some. You know, that, that was the hometown flavor of the month there. Chris Christie, he's, you know, he's, he's a good dude. But, um, you know, it's, we see how he turned out. But uh, I don't know. You know, and, and, and I really hope that Chris Christie just retires, doesn't get back into politics. Like, go go open a, a fried chicken place or something, man. Like, he can work you know, for Subway. Dude. <laughs> nah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that dude don't need to worry. He probably ain't never worked a day in his life looking at him. But, um, <clears throat> you know, but, but, uh, no, no, no. I mean, I, I hope, I hope he goes on to, you know, just retire and do something bigger else. and better things. <laughs> bigger. Yeah, I had to. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I mean, we're just, you know, fed up with these dudes, man. You know, fed up with politics as usual. This is, if, if this is the best. If if that guy is the best of of whatever it is that he represents to where we're putting him on the national stage, I mean, what message is that sending the world? I mean, really, you know, they don't give a shit what he says. Look at him, they're like, ah, you know. But I mean, it's it's the same, literally the same argument that I have with Biden. Is dude's dementia riddled? Like we know this. It's, it's not debatable. This, this guy's got dementia. He's he's not all there. And, you know, and, and it's obvious also that he's not in charge. Everybody knows it. Everybody sees it. If you don't see it, you are a dumbass. You know? And and it just, it, it blows my mind, man. You know what blows my mind? That we had talked about the border thing so long ago years ago and like nobody nobody picked it up until very recently and they got serious about it there's a lot of random people that they catch on that border those are just the ones they catch the border was a mess i went there in 2013 and it was a mess and i can't even imagine what it looks like now Oh, with the dollar the way it is? Oh, man, everything's upside down, I bet. I mean, just everything sucks. But that's not a black pill. Don't get black pilled. Nah, man, that's a white pill. You got the opportunity to make it better. Yeah. The dollar's dropping, but night vision and thermals are getting more affordable. So They are. That's true. Think about it. They are. You know? It it kind of squares. <laughs> it all squares up. It all squares up. It's all squared away. So anyway, rounding out the show, um, going to be fascinating looking into uh, definitely next week. This issue with Texas is not going to go away. I don't. I don't think that it's going to turn into the thing the, the the Fort Sumter moment that everybody thinks it is. We're not quite there yet. Um, I don't. I don't the federal government's not going to blink, but they're definitely going to—they're definitely going to take this to a lawsuit. Although I'm telling you, Texas ain't backing down. 
Um, that's not happening. That is not happening. Uh, so it is going to be interesting moving forward. Uh, certainly something to pay, pay attention to. And I think that we're going to be talking about it again um, uh, here in the near future. Uh, but with that said, training calendar, brushbeater.org slash training calendar. Brushbeater.store is how you can register for all of those classes online. Again, we've got everything you need. We've got freeze-dried food. I've got more freeze-dried food on uh, on the way. A lot of you were asking about bulk storage. We've got bulk freeze-dried storage coming. Number 10 cans of stuff coming from another manufacturer uh, that I am working with that is native to the southeast, uh, native to Georgia. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. I'm excited to be offering those products. Um, got new tactical gear out. Got uh, some retro tactical gear that is up there, a little, little uh, Chinese chest rig action going on. So um, if you want some inexpensive equipment solutions, neighborhood handouts, hey, I run a Chinese chest rig. That's that's primarily what, what I've been running for, for many, many years now. And uh, really light, tight, effective, you know, and, and uh, but anyway, we've got those in stock. All the books are back in stock as of right now, and I got more on the way. All right. So, Gorilla's Guide to the Baofeng Radio, still a number one bestseller on Amazon.com. Uh, has been in Amazon's top 1,000 pretty consistently as well, which is a huge honor. And, of course, the Gorilla's Guide to Signals Intelligence as well. Folks, get out there, get some training, do something productive. God bless all of you, and I will talk to you again very, very soon. Zen Scout.